Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now, introducing your host for the show. Hey, property magicians, welcome to another property magician show. Today is episode 55. We've come so far. <laughs> My name is Vangile Makwakwa. I'm your host for the show. Find me on Instagram and Twitter under Vangile Makwakwa and search for everything wealthy money on Facebook. Follow us, join the Facebook group. <laughs> and with me is my co-host. Hi there. Hi, everyone. My name is Dr. Miranda. I am Prop Doc Mom on Facebook and Instagram. And find us on Podbean Property Magicians. How are you, Vanille? Yeah. Tired. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had to wake up to do this part of the recording this morning. And you I know, know, like... It's not my normal MO to wake up in the morning, but excited. Like, I feel like I finally found an alternative to the crazy uh, prices of land in Sri Lanka. And yeah, I'm looking at leasing land in Sri Lanka instead of buying. So looking at a long term five-year lease um, where we can build, but in a way that like um, also with the option to buy later on. Yeah. Because, wow. Yeah. And how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I I have gotten rid of um, my very, very first apartment that I bought. Remember I told you I had bought an investment apartment and investment apartment that was losing money you know the oxymoron yeah yeah you know it never not once made money in the three and a half years that it existed because i was led to buy that by a mentor by a mentor underline that and um wow and it started you know and the and the costs creep on you vangile right the homeowners yeah. association probably was not calculated into the deal analysis and yeah. then couldn't raise the rental. Oh, this is an old tenant. You raise the, 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 the rent for, by 5%, but you're just not making any money. And as yeah. I began to count and as I get, got better and better at deal analysis, it was clear to yeah. me that even in year five, that investment apartment ain't gonna make money, right? Probably oh not gosh. even in year ten. No, <laughs> but in year ten it would. No, in year six it would begin to make something like six hundred and twenty-three at the rate that the growth or the rental growth. So no, I, th- I think this is. Oh my gosh! Good. And then. Yeah. What about the levies? Because the other thing is levies grow with apartments. So levies most people grow. end up looking, uh, losing money. I tell so you, even as the just, apartment makes money, it loses money on the levies. It's not just levies growing. Sometimes we need to maintain the, 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 
the whole building or the whole estate and then there will be a special levy slapped on you over and above so when you haven't done your deal analysis and yeah and i was led to believe that no you can buy an apartment and you're going to make money um yeah and then you break even in year three and then year four you start making money no sorry i have no patience (sighs) with it so yeah but it was sold it was sold over the 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 the, the lockdown but the transfer took a long long time to to get through and you know, and that's just the reason why I think I became a property mentor, um, Vangile, for just that reason, that if yeah. my mentees, if nothing else, if nothing else, after your eight weeks yeah. uh, that you've been with me, learn how to deal, analyze, and be able to walk away from something and be able to disagree with a mentor and say, no, I'm not going to buy that one. Sorry. Creepers, creepers. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is insane. It is insane. Yeah, insane. yeah. How do and you this... build a business that is taking away from you for like three to five years, and the situation that we are in. Why do we get into business? You're getting into business because you want passive income. You're getting into this property business because you think this is something that you can do in parallel with the job that you are doing. Let's say you're a houseman or a registrar or someone professional and you're sitting in your job. How do you make money while you are giving it money? Yo, that is such a valid question. Hey, Nizo. It's like, how do you make money whilst you are giving this uh, property money? And you got into this with a mentor. A property Mm -hmm. mentor got Mm -hmm. you into this entire deal. Yeah. You know, so it's Mm -hmm. crazy. Wow. Yeah. But there you are. We are solving the land issues and the property issues. And that's why I do prop, prop doc mom, you know, for yeah. exactly that reason that if nothing else, I teach my mentees to deal and analyze. And if nothing yeah. else, they must be able to walk away from a mentor and say, well, you're not being good for my business, right? A business that's not yes. making money. Is it still a business? I have no idea. Amen. Right. Amen. Yeah. I love these questions. These are such valid questions. Yeah. Wow. That being said, <laughs> let us move on to finding out about building beautiful houses with Techo. Yes. Oh my God, guys, you're <laughs> in for such a treat with our guests. So just a short snippet of what to expect. Techo is going to talk us through architecture and Talk, uh, talk to us about why it's important to work with an architecture in your, with an architect, architect in mm. your um, investment properties. Um, and when you're just doing uh, from the jump, from the time you've even thinking of buying the property. So this is exciting. So shall we do it? Let's do it. It's such a blessing. Let's do it. It really, really is. Okay, here we go, guys. Welcome to the show, Teho. We're happy to have you with us. Oh, thank you so much. Um, the, the, the honor is all mine. I've been looking forward for this day. Eh? I've been looking forward for this day. Oh, right. so happy to hear this. <laughs> it's good to hear because most yeah. people 
totally nervous or they just simply don't come. So thank you for saying yes to the interview. Um, ben, do you want to kick us off? <laughs> yes, I, I'm hearing Mizo's scanner issues in the background. So, Teho, can you please tell us about yourself? Who are you? What do you do? Oh, um, oh, firstly, I'm Tehofa Tsubudive, but I'm only, they call me Teho. Um, okay. I was born in Hammersquad, mm-hmm. and a small rural village called Bulantokwe. It's very small, and mm-hmm. I was raised there by my grandmother, and we, we lived in a, a mud house. Actually, we had three mud houses there. Okay. Wow. And, and, you know, uh, how they... Let me explain the setting of it. There were three. There was a yeah. main house where uh, our my grands and his and her, her brothers used to stay, and there's okay. the other one where we the youngest uh, stayed. And there's there was a the small one which was a two room, but it was a mud house. My uncles used to stay there. So okay. while growing, the mm-hmm. other one it collapsed and it collapsed while we were inside. Uh, me and my my cousin brother. So oh the other gosh. side collapsed. Wow. So my uncle was far, I think about close to 900 meters. And then he saw that the house will collapse. And he ran and took us out. The only okay. memory I have was when uh, the the pieces of the wall, the mud and all that was next to us. I'm like, oh, this house is gone now. And then oh now they started, to build, they started to build the, the other two rooms. And then... Uh-huh. It went on and on, but uh, I went to primary there, and, okay. and then we had a middle school in the middle of uh, two villages. So okay. the other village, which was they, they call it Slakbom, and my village, mm-hmm. they combined, and then they donated uh-huh. money to the school. Awesome. So, so we we I went to middle school there, then after mm-hmm. I went to. Mangala Technical and Commercial High School. That's where I started to learn about uh, technical drawings. And I did a trade, which uh, was then called bricklaying plastering. Okay. Uh, the funniest part was it wasn't my choice because I didn't go there. My brother chose it for me. Is and it? I was like, yeah. oh, man, how would you do that to me? He's like, hey, that's the only option I had. Yeah, so, I see. I see. So wh- when when this house collapsed, do you remember how old you were? I was around, I think I was still in, 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 in preschool. Oh. Uh, my yes. uncle constantly, he, he was forever talking about it. This day when this happened, hence I remember the glimpse of it. Okay. But I saw all three of them collapse. And when I was around 10, my uncle mm-hmm. is a teacher, uh, mm-hmm. so he actually, I would say, he influenced me in a way into doing uh, what you call into doing uh, being a creative person. Although my my grandmother used to embrace the fact that I used to mold, uh, do like small uh, statues and all that, and then he no. used to buy me sketch pads and all that. So I remember my grandma used to say, you're going to be oh. an artist. Like, no, I don't want to be that. 
I don't want to be there. Find out that it was my destiny. Oh, oh, grandmothers are the best. They really are. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. you know what they used to do. You, you know, <laughs> I think in, in township, yeah, Lona, you guys had uh this two pool like where you do a polish and all that. So yeah. With us, with us, it was a countdown. Like they used to do countdown. patterns. Of yeah, course. they used to do patterns like on the street. So I used to always be around her when she 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 does that, and okay. I think the patient started there. And what actually instilled that was when they started to build the house. I think I was around ten at home. Okay. Yeah. When I, I was seeing a plan, then I started to draw from there. And I started to have that mm. passion for my. I see. So they started to build the two. Uh, uh, is this the two room house that you were saying when you were ten? No, the the two bedroom. Uh, it was I was around six seven, so it collapsed as well. So my uncles were. Oh wow! They tried to patch side by side. It, it wasn't. It wasn't really that cool. Yeah. So, then my uncle decided to know. You know what? It's better to build a house. Uh, okay. Because we were staying at my grandmother's home, which was my uh, uh, father's okay. place. Yeah. So you can imagine yeah. the crowd. You know. Yeah. They, they started building there. The first time I came across a plan, I was like, what is this? Then I tried to copy it, even though I was confused wow. until the passion uh, grew. I see. Wow. At the age of yeah. 10, you started you started trying to copy plans. Uh yeah, because I used to draw a lot. Remember, what? my my grandmother embraced the fact that I should draw, I should uh, be an artistic person. So in my mind, I thought that I was going to paint, do sculptures and all that. Hence, I didn't even want to. I was, but most of the time, I was alone and she said, just pick up a pencil and draw and then I'll draw. And I'll draw. Wow. And it only changed, it only changed until I reached high school. Because I remember in high school, when they started to teach us technical drawing, the teacher said, uh, we're going to teach you how to illustrate uh, certain yeah. models and all that. We're not going to teach you how to do cartoons. I was like, ah, man. And <laughs> it, it, it changed completely. And I, yeah. I completely switched off and left uh, the drawing part out. But ah. before I even go anywhere, I remember my, my teacher uh, who taught Ooh. us bricklaying plastering he said, today, yeah. guys, I'm going to, like, the first day is, like, I'm going to teach, we're going to teach you about building houses, uh, right. not mud houses. I was offended because I grew up there. I was like, ah, this guy, why would you say something uh, like that? But yeah. that's when I started to be interested because I wasn't interested at all. I started to be interested at that time. Mm. You know? Wow. <laughs> So, so architects mm. are actually born sometimes, right? They are not made. Clearly, clearly, because mm. I would never yeah. look at a drawing of a plan and even want to copy it or even be interested in it. At yeah. least not even at the age of 10. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, but, but it, that it is was so interesting. interesting. You know, when you, when you see lines, to me it was very interesting. Like I want to try it. Wow! I want to try it. Oh, I, I see. Did it. 
okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're and, in yeah. the right profession. I just want to tell you this. <laughs> you like you. followed the right profession for you. Yeah. I didn't know, to be honest. I, I didn't know at all. I don't want to lie. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. However, um, mm-hmm. after my trick, I, I went to... Actually, to be honest, I didn't want to go study at all. I don't know what was going through my mind then. <laughs> I wanted, I took a gap there. Then the following year, I mm-hmm. went to Central Joburg College. And my uncle's okay. wife then was a civil engineer. So I was okay. influenced mm-hmm. by that. I want to be an engineer. I want to be an engineer. So okay. when I got there, the first week, I got frustrated because they were talking about constructions and building. I was like, I want to draw. Like, what <laughs> am I doing? And uh, I, went, I went on for a whole year. And a friend right. of mine in the same institution is like, yo, man, there's a, mm. there's a drafting course in the institution. Do you know about it? I'm like, no, I don't know about it. I, and it's like, no, come, yeah. just check it out. And then when I got there, you know, you see those senior guys, they, they have their drawings packed up on the wall. I'm like, I want to be like this. Then I went uh. home, told my mother that, mom, I think I studied the wrong course. And she got upset. Uh. And she got cool. upset. And, and a friend of hers came. And they tried to talk to me about it. And he even ended up saying, you know what? I have a friend of an architect. Let me take you there so that you understand the difficulties of the thought. Then I went there. Then I was like, okay, mom, I'm going to do those two courses at once. I'll try my level best. And I did it after after completing my N6. And then I, I got an internship straight away. Then I worked mm, for... You did both of which courses, uh, just to be clear. So you did the N6 of which course? You finished off the engineering and did the draft? Civil engineering, yeah, which is and, called... Yeah, I did it at the same time. It's called multidisciplinary office practice. It has your electrical drafting, mechanical drafting, building drafting, structural, uh, oh. computer area drafting. There are a lot. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so I did it as a backup, not knowing that uh, it's going to be my bread and butter. To, for me, it was a backup, to be honest. Okay. Because <laughs> I went, I went, I worked at a construction company. It, it was actually volunteered. Let me be honest. I volunteered. Uh, <laughs> I said, you know what, guys? I know you're saying you don't have internships and all that. Let me start from scratch so that I'll elevate myself. And they agreed. Uh, I worked for six months. And you know, there's there's always politics wherever you are, wherever you work. Yeah. And I didn't see any progress. And I got an internship with Public Works. I moved to Public Works. Mm. That's where everything started. Uh, mm. I met I, I met the architect who was busy with the. We were doing a vehicle inspection. So, okay. I met the architect who was, he was very young then. I think it was 26. I was around 20, 21, 22. Mm, and we sat mm. down and spoke. It's like, okay, cool. Come, I'll come to your place and then we'll, I'll show you some of the things that I've learned. Then we worked. And 10 months into the internship, I didn't tell anyone. I didn't even tell my uncle. If he listened yeah. to this, I'm 
I decided to quit. I decided to quit, and I said the internship is, is, is like we're done with the uh, the internship. Mm. And I I I wanted to now focus on drawing and understanding uh, municipal submissions and all that. But here's the wow. problem: you mm. need to you need to work under a mentor. So then you know I had. I had that thing, that drive that I want to know, I want to learn, I want to push. Mm, um, yeah. Afterwards, uh, uh, it took a couple of months. I think it was four months or so. Things were not going according to the way I thought. And mm. then I was staying with my uncle then. And for some reason, um, my uncle's wife decided that I should find a place or work and I was not ready and she gave me a month. <laughs> this is, I'm being honest about it. I'm sort of changing it up. It's a, no, so, but she was, she was helping you to push you along. He was, yeah. actually. We <laughs> no, recommend such uncle. things at times. <laughs> no, it was not It was not my uncle. So I, I left the house. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So I left the house depressed. I was, and then the funniest mm-hmm. thing was my back opposite, there was these two girls that used to tease me all the time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that day we had a conversation and they, they asked me, what is wrong with you? I was like, no, this and this happened. Like, oh, my dad is an architect. You can go and talk to him. Really? Uh, his name is Sam. Yeah, I was like, okay. Then we sat down and he's like, no, I'm not the kind of architect you're looking for. I'm a landscape architect. And okay. I have a friend what who's that? a professional mm. architect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No coaching. And, and the mm. the friend was the the uh, the president of South African Council for the Architectural Profession then. No and way. Like, Man, it was a miracle. Trust me. I and know. <laughs> Wow. I don't normally do this, but I'm going to introduce you to him and you'll tell him your story. At this birthday, wow. Saturday, so I'm I'm taking you over, like we're going. Don't worry about it. So I still have the pictures. <laughs> wow. The pictures wow. So it when I got yo, I'm getting such a huge light bulb moment from I know. your yeah. story. But keep going, Taha. So when I got there, here's a legend in front of me. He's calm. He's like, hey, man, this is the person I said I'm going to bring. And then he's like, no, tell me about yourself. Then I told him, he's like, okay, let me take, let me give you a tour of my house. And he, he gave me a tour. He showed me his cars and his collections. And he told me where he studied. And he told me that he studied in France and then he volunteered as well for six months before they gave him a paying job. And he's like, uh, I have a I have a firm and I'll prepare your workstation and I'll tell you when to come. And I'm going wow. to personally for you. He's like, wow. No way. Wow. I'm not you. kidding. I'm like, this is it. This is it. And, and that's how your career started. That's how it started. And oh. when I got there, wow. it, it's a big firm. I'm not. I'm sure you know it. It's called Mashabane Rose Architect. Uh, they did no rose. 
in, in on 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 John Smart Avenue. Eggs, that in one. That one. No yeah, way. That one. Wow. Yeah, I was twenty. Misa, you I have to show me. I know the other partner, the Rose partner. Jeremy oh, wow. Rose, the one who passed away. Yes. Jeremy, that, I only that found out. A... Yeah. He's yeah, a legend, so... right? <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you why. You know, I used to look at him. You know what he used to do? He used to no. sit down. <laughs> he sit down and he'll tell you how to draw, how to do it. So, in a calm way. And yeah. they had this policy that they have the same graphics. Man, I, I don't want to lie. I took a lot from them that's, yeah. at that time. And I wanted to be like All of us, we wanted to be like him. The way he, he I used know. to do things, The way he would mentor you. Oh, yeah. that is good. But I got there. Good. I got there, but I was, remember, the other partner was going to be my mentor. So it's like, okay. Right. But he was busy. He was yeah. busy. He took me, he, he took me to this other uh, gentleman. He's from... Belgium. His name is Gilbert Belinda. Okay. Uh, Gilbert mentored me actually to be who I am. It was him. I, mm. I used to I used to admire the way he used to draw. He used to work. His energy. Uh, not that I'm being biased or whatever. He was yeah. the best then because he was forever working hard. Wanted things to be accurate. Wanted right. when you do something, you need to explain why you've done it. And your mm. design philosophy as well. You need to also explain it and all that. So I started working with him, and he's like, "No, man, you're gonna waste my time. You're a student." I'm like, "Come on, please. I want to work with you." Yeah. And he, he's like, "No, I'm not going to." And then this other white guy by the name of uh, Craig, he's like, mm. "No, man. Mm. This guy is, has a lot of so many years of experience, and don't try to mm. do, com- compete with him. Rather, learn from scratch." Then I did. Mm. After a month, it's like, no, I'm, I want to work with you now. Then wow. We started mm. working, but the pace was too much. Remember, it, I was new in the fold. The yeah. pace was too much. You don't sleep. You only sleep for two hours. You have to learn a lot of softwares. You now have to research. <laughs> you said you so wanted just... to You said you wanted to learn. So that's it. Yes. That's your <laughs> <laughs> I, yes. I don't regret it. I don't regret it yeah. at all. Wow. Yeah, so, Teho, this uh, is so intriguing. Yes, um, so, yeah, like, this is amazing. But I'm sure people are listening in and going like, why did Vangile Nizo bring on an architect onto the show? Yeah. So, can you tell us why an architect is important for investors why is it important for investors to work with an architect and when in your investment journey do you start working with an architect as a property investor at which point before you buy the property when you buy the property after you buy i don't know you know when you decide to make changes when do you work with an architect i think the safest way would be before you buy a property the reason, mm. reason being is there are restrictions on each and every property out there. There's rezoning. Mm. No, not rezoning. There's zoning information. And there's yeah. uh, conditions on, on, on the title deed as well. So okay. you need to know what you're buying before you can even mm. buy 
the property. Right. So such information you need to get it from someone who has a a, a knowledge about building. Uh, yeah. Usually, real estate agent will tell you about uh, the value of the place, what's closer. Right. What's, yeah. But with with us, you'll need to know can I re- can I relax uh, the zoning of the property? Can I mm-hmm. what can I build on it? What is it that is needed? And mm-hmm. all uh, and such such kind of things. Yeah. Okay. And is is when 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 I've engaged a a, an architect do you then so you know about the, the zonings you know how high the building can go how low it can go and, and, and stuff do you bring a do you bring any other professional with you or the, the, the architect is able to give you an overview even of the of the quantities your bill of quantities or what materials you use? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, this is very important, actually. First thing first, yeah. before, yeah, before you can even bring an architect, bring a land surveyor, a quantity surveyor, a structural engineer, or a geotech, you yeah. need to have, um, you need to have documents from the municipality. You need to have your SG diagram. An SG diagram oh. uh, is the one that shows the 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 size of the stand, the coordinates, the the contour lines, and the orientation of your your property, right? Mm. Uh, I hope. Uh, and then you need to get a sewer map. You need to know where your your sewer is positioned, and you need to get okay. a zoning certificate. That one is very important because it has your. Uh, your coverage, your FRA, your building lines. Uh, so it's very important mm-hmm. to know what kind of coverage is allowed on this property and what is the flow area ratio, which is, we call it FRA because FRA is different. And mm-hmm. we, you need to also know the building lines. Where are you restricted? Where Can you relax them or not? Or you need to also know that is there the servitude and in some instances mm. you need to bring a land surveyor as well to actually give you the correct coordinates of the stand to okay. to uh, to also identify the, the 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 beacons of the stand like your uh where it's exactly exactly positioned on the ground and he needs to also issue give you a a beacon certificate and then after okay. you, you have those in those information, that's when you can bring an architect and discuss about what is it that you need, what you want to uh, build and all that, and he'll advise. Is it what you're doing suitable for that property? Or if not, mm. what can you do from there? Okay. Wow. Jeez. Right? <laughs> wow. That you, you said a lot there. That was amazing. I did not know yeah. any of this. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm just going to quickly recap. I'm, I would say I'm doing it for the listeners, but it's also for myself. So mm-hmm. You said before we even, so do we go with the architect to get all this or do we go on our own to get the, to get the sewer map, the zoning certificate 
um, and do we get and the SG diagram? Do we get all that at the municipality, or can our architect get that for us? No, you get it before. Uh, it it differs from municipalities because other municipalities they'll ask you to bring along your rates and taxes letter, your ID mm. copy, and all that. That's it. Mm. But our advice: let the client go get them with at least from an architect. No. Yeah. And okay. the, the other, you know, the confusing part is mm-hmm. sometimes when you when you get there, let's say you're buying an existing property, you need to get all uh, the updated drawings. Whether the building was built in 1920, you need to get them, all of them. All the this is, so that all this the is updated where, what? Sorry? Sorry all the updated plans. All the plans. plans. So plans, that's yeah. why they offer to purchase. It is important, yeah. and that's why most sellers and their estate agents will block you from doing that. You actually go and insert a clause that says, for me to accept, a condition of accepting this agreement is that the seller goes and collects all the SG plans and any updated alterations on this building. It becomes a condition of accepting that offer to purchase. That's how it's done, actually. Okay. And they block you from doing that because, because everybody's too lazy to go and queue at the city of Eguruleni or city of Johannesburg, and they must collect that. It's their job. It's like when I'm selling my house and I've had alterations, my responsibility to the purchaser is to give them the plans to say, originally it had two bedrooms, I added a three-bedroom, here's the old plan, here's the updated plan. That's how it's done. And mm. it's very important to have them. And in some instances, you'd find that they've, they've lost the drawings, the plans. Yeah. Oh, wow. You have to now, you have to now redraw and, uh, and that's submit a... them as... Sorry? It's a cost as well, isn't it, to redraw? It is, and you have to uh, make sure, like, you have to submit them as as bold uh, plans, because in each and every house, you need to have updated plans all the time. What you have on the land should be what is there at the municipality. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So before you before you even buy, if you have all of those things, then you're sorted. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's so very... before you even finalize all the monies being transferred in the OTP. So tell me, Tseho, this is so incredibly interesting. And, you know, half, half, most of us are property investors and all of this, I don't need to know. There is you, there is my draftsman, there is all sorts of professionals that you can ask this, you can ask these questions from. Just tell us, um, do all buildings require an architect, really? a residential house as much as a big development with hundreds and hundreds of units, um, how, is, it, is it totally necessary to have an architect? I don't know if I'm asking that correctly. No, it's, it's, it's actually a red question. And the answer <laughs> is yes, yes, and yes, 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 yes. Oh, wow. Um, I'll tell you because yeah. Every building has a classification. There's a, a low, high, medium sensitivity. All of them has. They have a class. 
So it needs mm. to be identified uh, yeah. on which class it falls under. Yeah. And you mm. need to also uh, you need to also sign what we call Form 2, which is a form that needs submitted at the municipality. Okay. And as boxes, you need to tick you need to take uh uh all the boxes where you what you followed, what you've inserted in and all that. So to oh. answer your question, it is very, very important that in oh. each and every board. Because oh. if something happens to it, we have to go through the documentation. Like mm. how was it designed? Yeah. And does it comply with the national regulation or the local authority and all that? So I all buildings do. Uh, if, 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 even if it's as small as a, remo- a removable structure or a shelter, it, you see a shelter? A it, shelter. It, it, yeah. it needs a, an, a, an architect, an engineer as well to sign it off. It's very important. I see. Wow. I see. Yeah. I see. Oh my gosh. This the is learning. so incredible. Yeah, yeah, the learning is huge. And what I find, what I found when I was building my house, so maybe you can clarify that for us, is that um, the architect that I used um, used to consult with the civil engineer a lot. And I didn't understand why the two professionals were working so closely together and why it was incredibly important to check with him. And, you know, I, I learned about the cost of the civil engineer as I moved along. I didn't understand really. So what is that relationship between the civil engineer and the architect? What, what, what are the sensitivities there? Why are you both so necessary? Okay, I'm going to make it brief. Uh, yeah. we, design, we, designed, uh, we designed a building or a house or whatever. Okay. And every building has a structure, all structural elements. Uh, they need uh, an engineer to, yeah. to specify, to uh, detail where uh, his details are needed, uh, yeah. be it structural, mm. be it concrete, be it uh, your reinforcement and stuff. And before oh. you can even before you can even submit a drawing, he must see it and say, "No, structurally, I'm happy. This can be done. This can be moved. What can advise there and there?" Hence, when you oh. build, let's say you build a double story, he yes. has to now he has to design the foundation. If you have columns, mm-hmm. he must design the columns, the the, the beams right. and the and the roof as well. If you if I you're see. putting let's say you're putting solar panels on top, you're putting geysers. He must also calculate the load on top as well. So I see. Okay. So each and everything that you place, each and everything that you do, it must yeah. go through him and us at first before you can even build or do whatever. Because like sometimes that. you find, sometimes you find you have a building at a later mm-hmm. stage. Now you put solar panels on top. It yeah. becomes becomes heavy for for the building. And I see. To yeah. Of course, yeah. and it's that sagging. I am yeah. I'm so with you. I am so with you. We that all love it. Double so story. much sense. We yeah. all love it. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> this is yeah. so true. Yeah. Yeah. And the foundation can be problematic. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah. The, the swell as well differs from places to places. So, mm. they must be absolutely important. Yeah. 
But as Absolutely. well, I'm, I must also stress this. I think people must, uh, they must, they should now start to consider calling a land surveyor at all times. Oh, I'll tell okay. you why. Mm-hmm. In situations whereby you find you you're building a house and you 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 are building in someone's yard, you understand. Right. So you need to know where you, you are limited. You need to know how your stand is, how's your stand, how's 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 the position of your stand before you can do anything. Mm-hmm. And okay. as well, your your slope of the land. And mm-hmm. I know they cost and they have I mean, a, they- <laughs> ah, actually, I think the fee is better. Imagine if you have to now have to demolish after years. It's going to be... The irony. You know, my dad was a land surveyor before he became a pharmacist. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I we should, like, drag him out of retirement to help. <laughs> <laughs> That's very interesting. I'll tell you what happened to us the homeowners of the estate that I'm living in, all of us found out when we were building that the land was a landfill. So before you even build, we all spent a good 150,000, 200,000 before you could get to the bed. I am telling you, that is how much, right? And depending on the level where your stand was i'm at the bottom of of the little hill that we've built on so those things are incredibly important and this is the reason why we brought you in uh, and now you've given us an idea that we had never thought of a land surveyor as 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 part of the of the power team for development that we need to speak Mm. to so thank you for that that is such an incredible so our foundations cost us more than the houses cost Long before you got to build, you had spent a good five hundred thousand. It is incredible, yeah. But I bet you have a, you have a beautiful landscape. Um, I well, I'll let you judge that one day when you see where I live. <laughs> I think a land that is sloping, it has to be the best. If you, uh, <laughs> ask any architect, they'll tell you the a sloping land is is the best land where you can bring out your best creativity ever for you guys we don't care it costs an arm and a leg i don't care for it okay it it depends it depends how you look at the land before you know it depends Wow! It depends. I go away. I'm not. I'm not here to indulge you. I just want to. <laughs> so, just tell me something. This is such an incredible thing because we meet different um, professions uh, as we do the podcast. Are architects governed by any regulations in South Africa? Is there a special thing like do you register to a professional body? Do you, yeah, do you have rules regulating you? Can I, can I hold you up to the regulation when you, when you've given me a, a horrible, horrible plan? Yeah, we do. We, we have, it's act, I hope I'm going to quote it right. It's act 44 okay. of 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And then we, we are governed by SACAP, which is South African Council for the Architectural mm-hmm. Profession. Oh, and okay. we have that. Categories: There's architect, professional, senior, professional uh, technologist. We have a technologist. We have a draftsman, and all of those people. We have what we call suck up matrix. 
whereby okay. the a classification. Uh, sorry. Yeah, go, go uh, Whereby we, whereby we have a classification of buildings whereby a draftsman can do it alone, or it needs a, a technologist, it needs a senior technologist, or it needs a architect. Oh, I see. All yeah. right. Oh, but okay. in in some in some instances, if yeah. you are not at that category, you can call up someone to counter sign and also participate as well in the building. Okay. And there is a con- code of conduct. Yeah, there is a code of conduct that we we follow. And mm-hmm. one thing that I know is, Sakab was created for the public. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you have complaints about someone, you need to go and report them. There's arbitrations. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That so, is, that is amazing. So, Teho, I just wanted to know, how do you recommend uh-huh. that an investor works with an architect on the day, in terms of the day-to-day workings, you know? How often do they meet with an architect? Does the architect stay throughout the whole development before the start? We already know you need to be working with them all the way to the end. And then how often do you meet with the architect? Who else meets? Is there anyone else that's meeting and seeing if costs are on track? Is the architect involved in those meetings? And what do you discuss and look at in those meetings? Are they weekly? Are they monthly? Are they quarterly? Oh, okay. It it depends on the size of the project, and it depends yeah. on yeah yeah. Uh, at the inception stage, like at the beginning, like where we we now come to me and say, oh, I want to build a warehouse. Let's make an example about a warehouse. Yeah. Okay. I want to build a warehouse, and you come up with a figure or a budget or say, no, I need a warehouse of this size. I'm going to put this and this and there. We're just having conversation. So mm-hmm. I, I would go to a drawing board and do a a, a concept design. And then that's okay. where now you involve a quantity surveyor to quantify how much it will cost. Of course. Right. So the now the, the 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 quantity surveyor would now determine the total cost of the project, including the professional fees, and mm. from that stage, you as a client, uh, it's either you choose to have a project manager or you choose your architect as your project manager. Um, then now the architect will go, will now go and do the working drawings or cancel drawings. Mm-hmm. And tender drawings, uh, so that the the contractor can now bill, can now bill okay. for the tender. And then after mm-hmm. the after the the approval, there's also documentations. Normally, they're provided by J JBCC. Uh, What's the, the contract document? Okay. At okay. JBBC. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, how, well, how well, it's exactly. Like why? Like we don't understand this. <laughs> <laughs> and I am very glad not to know. That's why you're here, Tsiho. Yep. <laughs> no, it it it's a it's a no. Let me let me let me read it correctly because 
don't want to bring, I don't want to name a wrong institute. Uh, JBCC. Let me Google it first. Before we make a mistake. Okay. So the joint. Joint what? Joint? At the joint mm. building contract contract committee. There okay. are documents, the guide, there are forms and all that. If mm-hmm. the if the tender is based on a JPBC, or oh, the contract can also be based on the client and the contractor. Okay. If it's um it's it's just my yeah. own huge house with West Wing, East Wing whatever, does it still go through the JBCC? If it's not no, 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 no. I, oh. I think, yeah, I think in, in that instance, as, as long as you have a, a principal agent, you're fine. Oh. As long as you have someone that will oversee the project, because it's very important. I mean, for, for, for an example, right. It's very important. I get so depressed sometimes. You you cannot yeah. build a three million house and you want to project manage it yourself. Mm. I see. You'll make mistakes at some point. I see. And many people you know, are thinking, and, I'm and saving money. Mm-hmm. I'm saving money, so now I it's don't want to pay another person. So then they want to do it themselves and be hands-on. <laughs> hiring a professional, Hiring a professional will save you money. I agree. Because there's accountability at some stage. Mm. 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 I mean, three million, even a million rand, even a million rand project, you need to have a project money. I see. Or at least you need to have an architect to be by your side to oversee the project. You know? Yeah. Mm. You, are, you are 11 yeah. years too late for me, too, but there you are. <laughs> 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 I mean, I've paid school fees, guys. Nah. No, me, I just get paid for the experience that I have with builders and contractors and engineers. And <laughs> our, civil, <laughs> our civil engineer even got struck off the roll because, because of the three houses in, in my estate that he built. One wall tumbled down, eh? Mm-hmm. No. I'm telling you, this is like, and it was a cartel of people who thought they could just do underhanded things and he ended up being struck off the roll. So very important. I I, I I'm oh. so glad we spoke to you. I'm so glad we spoke to you. Um when do you have <laughs> yes yeah let's go. I wanted to ask um about the fees, right? We've been talking a lot and it's actually perfect because we've just been talking about like the expensive nature of things. Yeah <laughs> of these professionals. Are there mm-hmm. Are architect fees regulated? Like sometimes you have um, fees for real estate agents regulated. Or And who determines these fees? Is it by the size of the project? Is it the market, the location, experience, where the building is located? Well, there's a guideline. The government also provides the, 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 the guidelines. There. Okay. I think it comes each and every year, and oh, wow. mostly for for big tenders. But sometimes it it depends also on the size of the project. And then mm. again, mm. I think it will also be fair when you're dealing with your client. You also have mm. your own fee that you're charging. This depending on 
the designated duties that you okay. have at that particular uh, point, right? Okay. Um, let, let's let's make a typical example. I'm, I'm gonna okay. make a typical example. Let's say you're building an outbuilding. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we, we call them uh, back rooms. The power is outbuildings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's say you're making a a a one one room with a an ensuite inside. The total yeah. cost of the project would be, let's say, hundred hundred or seventy k. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to follow those guidelines? No, necessarily. Gosh, you guys take twenty percent off the whole project's money. Yeah. And I'm saying it. It depends on the size of the project. It depends on okay. the designated duties, and it also okay. depends on 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 actually the work frame. Let's just say the work frame. The work okay. frame. Yeah, that's yeah. so important. I, I, that's very important. So, yeah. what what would you say? your biggest challenge has been with us Pedari enthusiastic now, you know, we are property <laughs> investors, we are property investors, there we are, we're getting in, I have got this piece of land and I'm going to build, what would you say your biggest challenge have you faced when as, a, as an architect, when dealing with us, uh, you, you've got me and I'm telling you how, how much money I have, Ginalio on a two and a half million of building. And and I feel like, yeah, if you draw the plans and get out of here, that's enough for me. What would mm. you say? Uh, mm. There's a there's a there's a movie called Life of Pi. I don't know if you know it. I know yes, Life of Pi. I know it. Mm. Yeah, there's there's Pi and there's a tiger. <laughs> so you'd find you'd find a person. <laughs> wishing to build something that is way out of their budget mm-hmm. and then you have to do it you know very well that this is not possible but then okay. because of they want it so you you mm. do it i think that mm. is the most frustrating part or sometimes you tell a a, mm. a property owner that this is not allowed on your property and it's like it's my it's my property i'll do whatever that i want yeah that's another challenge yeah and the the one that I recently faced was when uh, a plan was approved. We started to right. build, only yeah, to yeah. find that the neighbor has built inside my client's yard. Oh, no. So oh, wow. that was frustrating because my measurements were correct. And then now I followed the existing drawing. That's when I'm busy talking about landscapers. So oh. now we, we went and consulted a lens land land surveyor. Land surveyor, yeah. Land, yeah. So the land surveyor uh, issued a because certificate. That's where we saw that now the neighbor has he built inside. Uh, yeah. 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 So yeah. now the challenge would be now these are two clients, these are neighbors that have been in the same location for a long time. Now they have to face something that is real in front of them. Them. How do you now get in and talk to them and all that? I know. And I'm glad that I was not at fault. The yeah. biggest part was I was not at fault. Ever since from that day, if I start anything, just just get a beacon certificate. It doesn't cost that much. Get a what? If a beacon certificate. Yeah, oh, okay. if it co- they can even issue it around four thousand. Imagine if you get it at four thousand, 
or you just leave it and now you have to break something that causes like a million who who who's sure who's in a better position now yeah sure. wow oh my god this is heartbreaking <laughs> it is yeah. wow it's a, it's a small sacrifice that's worth a while you know it's a very small sacrifice to be honest yeah i, I yeah. agree with you. I'll tell you Ooh. what I'll give you another example that has happened right here again like I tell you school fees me have paid so okay. I have got a structural wall on the back of our house and my neighbor who is above me the stand the stand above me I told you it's on a little hill he needed to extend the wall the wall was perfectly fine at 1.6 meters and mm-hmm. it was and my the engineer had said this is fine and it is that one of those expensive walls what are those things that i hate with a double brick <laughs> concrete in between and blah 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 <gasps> lot of cover wall or return wall yeah container <laughs> wall that's the way i'm looking for so he yeah. came along and my 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 neighbor is building cheaply he's building cheaply i don't know where he got his builders from no he wants to extend the wall to be 1.8 because it has to support the his structure above and he came and he had another stamped uh, retainer wall to say it's fine to extend this wall by another 400 meters you will you must see the structure on top of my wall it's going to break one day <laughs> and we labor and you have to keep neighborly but this is an unsafe wall but it was stamped by an engineer oh so my I've gosh taken, i've taken the picture to the council to say i don't know how you gave him occupation i don't know how you passed this plan because how else yeah. am i going to approach it that's the way to approach it you have to do it the legal way so that his engineer can come and see the nonsense he has approved here yeah sure. True. It's cracking sure. from the bottom. It's cracking from the top of my wall. My wall is fine Ooh. and it's sturdy, but his wall is gonna fall. So sure. it can injure I, someone. Uh, <laughs> it can injure someone. Safety, so it's a safety thing, and the council and the inspectors, I think they get paid to approve, you know, structures that are not meant to be approved. And did he get an engineer's approval? Really? on his plan he's got a stamp but i don't know <laughs> it's like, just a random stress <laughs> you know the, the other thing is you must also approve your boundary walls because they yes i know also a safety hazard you know a lot of us we don't do that you just build the wall and that's it it doesn't work yeah. yeah 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 but so when I, no no you've come to you've come to awaken a lot of things and to yeah yeah I, i'm so 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 grateful though for your for your input yeah yeah same yeah. so Mizo, um, I'm full. Shall we move on to the next segment? I am more than full. So you are you are our our resident architect now. You 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 must it on we're going to put you yes. on <laughs> yeah, I'm on no yes, no. This is so amazing. I am full vent. Can we can carry on? Okay, so. let's move on to the next segment of the show. On to the next segment of our show. Magical feedback from our hosts, where our hosts share their three takeaways from today's episode. 
Hey, property magicians, welcome to Magical Feedback. So we're going to give you our takeaways for today. Um, I think I'll go first. You want to go first? Uh, <laughs> That's the first. <laughs> right? I know. Um, oh so um, said something very, very interesting, right? Like his mm. journey reminded me a little about Brian in episode yes. 44, oh, yeah. right? So my first takeaway is I, I keep hopping on this in the Money Magic student group and with, yeah. uh, as you know, which is trust the process, you yeah. know? Trust the yeah. process. He tells us about how he got kicked out of home. From there, he's crying. He has a conversation with these two girls two that girls. were always <laughs> teasing him. And then, like, suddenly they have a deep conversation. They introduce him to their dad. The dad introduces him to the president of the uh, South African Council of Architects professional practitioners yeah yeah and he ends up having a whole career from that so i think um what often happens is that we think that um i was thinking about this last night that we often think that a great life a blessed life is a life that has no challenges right but really a blessing and I think that we spend so much of our lives trying to pray away the challenges you know we do the affirmations that I should never have obstacles my life should always be smooth and perfect but actually that's not what a great life is and that's not what ease is it's like allowing life to be but it's what you do with whatever life gives you right I think that is what is so amazing and also always so my real key takeaway is you work Mm -hmm. with what life gives you and you do what my mentor one of my first ever mentors ever told me and she said you always take the next available right which means that whatever you can never be wrong yeah yes so um and actually what she meant by that is like every time you go you're on the road and there's a turn off take the next available ride and take the next available ride take the next available ride and that just means oh whatever is presenting itself as an opportunity at this moment explore it take it oh and then like the next time something comes up there's an opportunity don't reject it look at it how do you feel about it does it feel right take it explore it so yeah that was my big takeaway i love i love and i love the fact that what the girls knew was that their dad was an architect and he (laughs) a landscaper architect or something like that yeah they knew the word architect you know, mm. so, that's so awesome and it led to the next and the next which is yeah amazing, which is amazing my first takeaway was hmm, he said something like I wish I had stuck with what I knew I wanted to do even when the parents and everybody else oh. wanted me to finish the civil engineering and his mom you know bless her heart with mm. all the good intentions that wanted him to finish a certain course. And all he knew was that he wanted to draw 
imagine how many mm. kids and all of us actually, our souls know when they need to go. And I feel like this podcast was really about the mindset and how to mm. view life really was beyond, beyond architecture. So yeah, I really like that because most of us know exactly what we want to do, but yeah. the parents seem to be brighter than us and they seem to yeah. know more than us and yet our souls know something else right so yes. I, I, really I really he kept saying Ooh. all i knew was that i wanted to draw there was always paper oh. my grandmother always provided pay. he wanted to draw that's yeah. all he wanted. he wanted it's so beautiful though <laughs> wow so my other takeaway is all buildings need an architect and all buildings have a class system right like (laughs) (laughs) it's so beautiful like i just thought okay so uh growing up i really would see people do a lot of renovations on the house make changes to houses but there were never any architects. It was no. always the draftsman and the person who does the planning. All these other things that he mentioned, like land surveyors. My dad's a land surveyor, you know, like so yeah. many renovations and buildings have happened. Um, n- not at his house, uh, at his house too. But like, I think also um, with my aunts and everything, never once were land surveyors called in. Never once was an architect called in. It's not something that we grew up with, but like just to know that no project is too small to have an architect. That for me, what I think is super powerful because again, like um, I have seen what he talks about at the location where like people are building in other people's yards. And when someone wants to extend this drama, it happens all the time. That's because we don't, we go, we call a draftsman, we get the plans and then we instantly start building, you know? So it's, it's new, this thing for us. Hey, so I had to make a note of it for myself as well. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. And how many architects, um, the, I mean, from time immemorial, buildings have yeah. been there, but yeah. that, you know, somehow the information of architects has been hidden from us and how, how did that happen? But mm. look at this, look at what happened to Teho when he went to this technical college that he went to, ended up registering as a civil engineer inspired by, by his aunt. He only found out right in the middle of the course or right at the end of the first year that there were other courses and there was a course on drawing. For me, that's so critically important. Wow. Let me tell you why. He comes from Haman's ground. He probably didn't even have access to internet and Wi-Fi. And, yeah. and he entered a technical college with only what his family knew and he went and registered there. That means he never got a prospectus of that of that technical college. He didn't yeah. know the broad spectrum of courses that are delivered. Yeah. And for me, again and again, I know this is a property podcast. It is about, you know, when we talk about access, 
it's access to land and water, yeah. but access to data and access to yeah. information. And the reason yes. why this podcast exists is that if anything, if nothing else happens to you or you never yeah. go anywhere, this must be the go-to yes. podcast in terms of information. Did you know yeah. there was an architect and a draftsman and a drawing yeah. technician? Like technology. You so, know? Really. I mean, for all our young people to say, don't go and study without having seen the whole prospectus. You know, in December, you must be paging through a prospectus of the institution yeah. you're going to so that you know, even when you choose a course, even if your parents are insisting, you must know there's something different in there. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, but that, also... Remember, our heart. parents insist because they've heard, Guti, civil engineers make money, engineers make money, <laughs> I <know>. doctors, <laughs> lawyers. Go and you will that. always have a job. You will always, you will always have a job. People. <laughs> right? That is so, so true. So yeah. my final takeaway is that you can uh, put all, like, I'm always so shocked by all the things you can put into an OTP, hey? But that yeah. you, in an OTP, you can put that the seller gets all the updated plans for you and all yeah. these other documents that you would need Absolutely. to work yeah. with uh, project managers, to work with QA, with a quantity surveyor, to work yeah. with an architect. So you can put all these things into the OTP and not have to stress yourself and at least save yourself the time and admin of going to municipalities that is powerful yeah. that is so powerful that is so powerful and it's it's the power that you have as a purchaser because i find that purchasers think they are at the mercy of especially the real estate agent those people can bully you right they can bully you because they also have very little information and most of the real estate agents are not investors remember that so they don't know what you're looking for yeah? yeah so that's 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 such an important and the offer to purchase that's where your power lies that's the only and the first place of negotiation with an investment property mm. i really really like what you what you say i liked what she what 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 Siho said about you are willing to have your first three million investment house but you are unwilling to pay a project manager, whether it is a project yeah. manager who's an engineer, whether it is the architect who drew the plan for you or the quantity mm. surveyor. How do you go into something that you call your investment? You value your money, you value Amen. the house that you're building for your family, but you are unwilling to engage a project manager. And that means that's 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 how we we decide on things you know it's like mm. you buy this 300,000 car and you don't insure yeah. it yeah yeah and yeah. i i i think it's such a power and once you see things in that perspective then you get to understand why you pay the professionals that you pay amen a, a better building amen right? i think um yeah. it's that a uh, pound, uh, pound rich, penny foolish, or yeah. something like that, where you're that's penny it, pinching. It. 
yeah, that you're, you're willing to spend so much money I on something. That. I see no. it all the time and it yeah. really is not something that um, I recommend because it's you know, You know, yeah, it will yeah. cost you, hey? It will yeah. cost you. It will cost oh. you. No, wow. no. This this was an amazing, amazing insight with Teho. I yeah. It was. It was. That is really my favorite insight. Okay, yeah. so I am gonna move us on to the next segment, shall Let's we? Let's do that. Okay. Cool. Now on to the journey to magical expansion, where we ask our guests the same five questions we ask every guest. Hey, money magicians, property magicians, sorry, I'm always talking to the money magicians. Okay, so property magicians, this is the part of the show where we ask our guests the same five questions we ask every guest. So, please tell us um, what is, oh, no, actually, that's not my question. Mizo, your question. Sorry. This is my question. This is my, I own this question. So, do you have favorite book that you would like to share with our listeners it can be in property it can be in architecture it can be anything a book that has impacted your life and your life story it has to be an inspirational book uh it doesn't have to be you know people <laughs> it it's doesn't. a novel. it sometimes yeah, to, cannot. To, it's 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 a book called a leader who had no title Oh, nice! Okay, that is yeah. that is the actually that is the book I've enjoyed. Although I've read a lot, uh, uh, yeah. the monk who sold his Ferrari, I've read it. But this is the one I recommend. Yeah. Um, look, in my fault, you need to understand. At at some stage, you need to mentor someone, and you need to give them the platform, and so that when they go, they know that you give them everything. Understand absolutely, absolutely yeah. love, love that. In property, I, I haven't to be honest, I haven't really read that much in property, so only yeah. investments, okay. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. So, what keeps you inspired? Okay, okay. Ooh, that's a difficult <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, helping people, I think. Um, helping people, giving someone a solution of something keeps me inspired. And okay. I, think, I think that has to be the root of everything for me. It's not mm-hmm. even about money. It can, be, it can be just a little knowledge. For me, th- that works out for me, to be honest. Yeah. 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 Mm, I, I think that's enough, really, for for. for, for for all of us we we need to be doing something for for the next person sometimes it's listening sometimes it's 500 trends sometimes it is just imparting the skill sometimes it's giving advice that's true yeah. so what do you wish you had known before you embarked on your journey as an architect do you think there do you have any yes things? i have a lot Yo, i have a lot uh, <laughs> before i even say it i'll to, I'll tell my if I have a daughter and my don't yeah. try. <laughs> this, I'm just saying it jokingly. Don't yeah. date an architect, my child, because those people are forever working. Long <laughs> time, 
meetings, <gasps> whatever, drawings. No, no, no. I wish. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish that I've, I, I could have uh, stuck to my gut about what I wanted to do. Okay. Um, I wish when I had uh, an opportunity to study, I yeah. could have went straight to architecture. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I, cause I did it the long way. Yeah, I I did it the long way in order mm-hmm. for me to compete with. Uh, I'm sorry to use the word white people. I had to work with them and find out how they work. So I wish yeah. I could have went and studied straight architecture. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and the other thing is, I wish I could have. No, but I don't have I don't have any regret whatsoever. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I like that. I like, I like, yeah. I like very much. Ben, what have you got? Um, yeah. What do you think you still need to learn in architecture? Oh, a lot. Um, I think the, 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 the energy efficiency part of it, that is one part that for me is like intriguing. That. It's intriguing because you can use all sorts of materials to have a building standing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes to also donate to our communities, we don't need to have brick and mortar, but we can use whatever that we have at our disposal to build the centers. I mean, we can build crutches, we can build uh, learning facilities by whatever that we have at that that particular moment. Yeah. that is my actually my my concentration for the next five years. Okay. Yeah. And wow. maybe maybe you can make that that uh, mud house safer somehow, and we still still build with mud. Who knows? We do build with mud. Actually, that was remember Maladara. Maladara is built using mud. So. Maladara is a retreat center in Chiang Mai, Thailand. Uh, so um, it's where I hosted one of the first retreats for Wealthy Money. And it is gorgeous. And they use mud. So there's a portion of people in Thailand. And even when yeah. I was in Laos, they suggested that I talk, I go to Thailand to learn about using mud for sustainable building. And I remember, I think I may have told Mizo this when I was in Laos earlier this year. I was like, this is crazy. I don't need to learn how to use mud. We use mud. You know? Yeah, we use mud. Yeah, we use mud. It's now become, yeah, now it's become this trendy thing to build with mud for eco centers, especially retreat centers, and especially in Asia. So, it is a real thing because it's it just works for um the environment, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm, I'm gonna send you the link. It is so gorgeous and it's cool, right? And we yeah. were talking about temperature control, you and I uh, offline. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's yeah. a beautiful, beautiful structure that you will like. Mm. You one, were saying one, one other thing I mm. I I wish I wish that we can come up as a group of people, mm-hmm. professional of, of uh, if, if professor of not professional that we should talk mm-hmm. about. Um, mm-hmm. I think the government needs to give us an opportunity in terms of 
having outbuildings and whatnot because we struggle to get accommodation. I mean, for Absolutely. a person in, in Hamas crowd to yeah. get an opportunity, they, they must come to Joburg. I yeah. know. The same old problem that we have that you need to have a family member around here so that you can get an opportunity. It's yeah. still out there. So until the day we mobilize as people that we should sit down. I mean, who who approves developments that are uh, developing now where you get small uh, stands and all that? Who does that? Who consulted mm. who? Yeah, and exactly. Why, why are we not engaging? I mean, in order for me to have a house now, a proper space, or I need to have more money, and where do I get mm. that money? Mm. Mm. I like that. Up, I... Yeah, we end up not even getting or uh, to 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 realizing our true potential because of small things. I need a place to sleep. Mm. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I wish all professionals can come, town planners, engineers, we can come as black people. Let's go and find a way. Who approves that? Why are we yeah. not yeah. heard about this? Yeah. You are the second person who's asking about those RDP spaces and the 180 square yeah. meters. And I agree with you. This is, yeah. this is the time that we must influence how our people are dignified with spaces. Yes. Right? When, when yes. it's like, when I have got a roof over my head, and we all know it's Maslow's basic, basic need, roof of my, over mm. my head, but it must be a dignified roof over my head. Bathroom, sure. right? Bathroom, clean yeah. water. Yeah. And then we can start talking about empowerment and tenders, right? Yeah, yeah. True, 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 yeah. So this has been amazing. So tell me, Tseho, have you got any favorite podcast youtube video a book that you that you would recommend to another young person who's listening to you to say i this is my staple diet i listen to this or i read this is there one thing that you want to share here a podcast a podcast a youtube anything a podcast should be this one to be honest it should be this one because I actually learned a lot from it I've been listening to uh, really? a few of them and really I, there's some that are, <laughs> some things that I didn't know uh, wow. YouTube channels yeah, yeah. Uh, YouTube channels uh, I, I like Vositambaguas the way he he unpacked them okay yeah Okay. One person you can check out, mm-hmm. and books. Jeez, mm-hmm. books. I don't know. I'm I'm a more of a spiritual person, so yep. I I really don't know about books. Oh, and my friend yeah. has a book. Oh, so, your friend has a book. Tell us about the book. It's witness. I haven't bought the book. He's gonna kill me. So uh, <laughs> I actually ordered the book. It's being shipped to yeah. Sri Lanka. They sent me a message yesterday to say what country is this, and I was like. Sri Lanka. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think so, they don't uh, understand. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not being, about the book. I'm not being I'm not being biased or whatever, because I had conver- I've been having conversations with him. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't yeah. read the book. Let me be honest. I haven't read the book. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just by talking to him, I know what's inside because we spoke a lot. We've been talking over and over about this thing. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 can, I can recommend it. I am almost three quarters of the way through the book. Oh, wow. and Manifesto. So what's and the I, name of the book, Amizo? It, it also all, can't come to mind for me. It, but it's what you teach, Vagile. It's not just about money. Yeah. It's not about money. Is that so, the name of the book? It's not just about yes. money? Yes. Oh. It's not just the money. Oh, it's not just the money. It's not just the money. Because <sighs> the mindset, it's the, it's yeah. everything. The, your yeah. discipline and how you, your values, your, oh my yeah. God, he, he handles everything. And my favorite part is don't get married in community of property. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I think people think that our podcast is against marriage. We are not. Okay, so how do people get hold of you? Uh, oh, okay. I have um, on my social. Uh, okay. I have Instagram at Skylight Architect. Uh, okay. Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, mm-hmm. and my numbers as well. I can provide my numbers. Sure, please. Zero seven nine five seven seven. Uh huh. Three seven eight two. Eight two. Wonderful. Yeah. You so can cool. call it's and ask any questions. I'll answer. Okay. You have. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you so, yeah. so much, right? Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Teho. Thank you, Property Magicians. Thank you, Mizo. Tune in Thank for you. the next episode, guys. This was incredible. And reach out to Teho Fatso. We all need architects. We learned that today, right? So amazing. Yeah, then, thing, thank you so much for, for, for the opportunity. And thank you so much for making me relax because I was a bit nervous. Eh? Right. <laughs> I think so he called me before the, before the podcast. I must tell the listeners he called me just to have a chat and to check out if we are going to jolt him or something like that. But you know, we've enjoyed it. It felt like having coffee with you without yeah. having met. Thanks, Tiro. Yeah, we have. Uh, thank you, Tiro. Thank no, you, Property Magicians. So thank you for listening, Property Magicians. My name is Vangile Makwakwa and I am your host on the show. I help people heal their ancestral money stories so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, become financially free and live their best lives. So if you would love to increase your income or you'd love to pay off your debts and increase your savings, contact me. You can contact me on the Wealthy Money website at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy-money.com. Or you can email me at vangile at wealthy-money.com. Again, vangile at wealthy-money.com. Find me on Facebook on the Wealthy Money group or on the Wealthy Money page or find me on Twitter and Instagram as Vangile Makwakwa. Now over to my co-host. Thank you for listening. I am Dr. Miranda Prop Doc, Doc Mum on all the social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. I'm the host of Property Magicians Podcast and I'm a property mentor. I mentor newbie property investors to help them to begin and to take action 
your journey into property investment begins with me from property registration from property company registration to picking the correct strategy that suits where you are at find me on my inbox at miranda at wealthy-money.com again inbox me at miranda at wealthymoney.com if you want me to help you start your property journey